Hey there, DC fans. This is Josh Rayner, Editor-in-Chief of DC Comics News, here to give you a special deal from Insight Editions. Insight Editions is an amazing company who uh, sells books and collectibles uh, from all sorts of pop culture, whether it be DC Comics, Marvel Comics, uh, movies like Die Hard, Harry Potter, Alien, Everything out there in the world you can you can find. You got books, collectibles, uh, pop-up greeting cards. They have all kinds of amazing items. And right now you can get 35% off site-wide by using the code DCNews35. That's D-C-N-E-W-S-35. DCNews35. Use that code and receive 35% off site-wide at InsightEditions.com. Well, hey there, all you DC Comics News fans. Whether you be friendly or feral, you're welcome to the DC Comics News Spinner Rack, episode number 112. I'm your host, Seth Singleton, and I am bringing you all the books from June 29th, your way. Guess what? This time around, we only have five books. That's right. Five books for the entire week, not just five books that I picked. I do that every week. That's kind of a given. I'm talking about five books for this week. What does that mean? That means, well, all of them get to be celebrated. We should all be so lucky, right? That the timing should work out, that there's only five slots and only five selections available, and well, guess what? There we are. So for this one, I went ahead and... All right, and starting things off for that first episode, we are moving into a really fun set. This is the Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries Spectacular Issues 1 and 2 of a 12-issue limited series are available in this combination, and suffice to say, it's a lot of fun seeing the Batman and the Scooby-Doo gang, the mystery gang, get together, have a lot of fun, make things a little interesting. There's always some good laughs to be had, and we are always in good hands when you have great talents. On the first issue, Glove Story, written by Ivan Cohen with art and cover by Dario Brizuela, colors by Franco Riesco, and letters by Seda Temofonte. This is a really fun story that goes back to the early origins of Batman. If you look back on those first issues, one of the most popular has to be Detective Comics. And in that issue, it's been well noted in not only Infinite Frontier, but among Batman aficionados and historians that Batman wears purple gloves in that issue. And it's something that has become synonymous with the earliest origins of the famed Gotham protector, the Bat-themed one himself. So what do those gloves have to do with Batman? Well, it's actually part of a mystery dating back to that first case. One that he feels only the mystery gang and mystery Inc. can help him with. But it gets a little wonky when we get some time travel and a bit of hijinks. Along with the potential revelation that Alfred and Bruce Wayne or are more closely connected to Batman than anyone might be publicly aware. 
the fun, the adventure, the joy, and the exuberance just sort of burst out of this first issue. But the fun doesn't stop there. In a second issue, collected as part of this spectacular, we have Going Bats with Sholly Fish providing the story, done a wonderful job providing all of those great uh, comedic takes on Scooby, the gang, and so many others. Randy Elliott provides the art, with Silvana Breeze providing the colors, Seda Temofonte with the letters, and Elliott and Breeze with the cover. In Going Bats, after taking down the Joker, the Mystery Squad gets the opportunity to check out the Bat Cave, the Bat Computer, they see the giant coin, and then they come across, of all things, a ghost. Who would have thunk it? Well, I mean, when you're dealing with the Scooby Gang, it's kind of not too surprising that a ghost might pop up and create some havoc. I mean, this is the Scooby Gang, after all, right? So, how do they go about bringing a, an end to the ghostly mystery? I'm not going to give away any secrets here. What I will say is you do get to enjoy some really fun hijinks within the Batcave. You get some fun joy to be had at the expense of those like the Joker. And you get to see Batman and Shaggy and Scooby and Robin and Velma and the whole gang have a grand old time, solve some mysteries. And along the way, there's some chuckles, there's some guffaws, there are some great times to be had. I enjoyed every minute of uh, both of these issues in this spectacular. Great way for me to kick off this episode with an amazing collection full of Batman, Scooby, and all the great things you could want from those wonderful characters, all in one collected comic book. Second on my list, Teen Titans Academy, the 2021 yearbook number one. You've got <laughs> quite an introduction to a story that made me chuckle, made me smile. Um, not only is there a really cute and fun variant, but there is also this really lighthearted, playful feel to the entire issue. Everything that you would expect in a yearbook, guess what? That's what you get. There's also a great letter from the class president, yearbook staff, all in all. It's one of those things that I think is part of the magic that makes Titans such a wonderful team and why their stories so recently have been so much fun for me. Tim Sheridan, continuing his run on the uh, Titans series, partners with Bernard Chang on art with uh, Marcelo Maiolo providing the colors and Rob Lay with the letters, a couple of classic standout, well-deserved and consistent uh, contributors. Cover design by Stephen Blackwell with uh, Rafa Sandoval, Jordi Tarragona, and Alejandro Sanchez providing the variant cover, as I pointed out, fun, playful, and definitely focused on a character who has been part of the ongoing story arc. We get introduced to a story that starts with a character who can't dream, and for the most part, finds that there are consistent differences between who they are and the people around them. Now, some characters blend in easily, others, it takes some time for them to showcase their powers. 
And for those <laughs> who have the opportunity, they can be more than is expected of them, do more than people might imagine. And this is a wonderful little anthology that I really enjoyed. That was the first story. The next one is also by Tim Sheridan called Five More Minutes. Great time. Highly enjoy it and encourage it. There's some great tension, some great connections, some great possibilities to set up for the future. Those are always a good time. More stories are included. I could run down the entire list, but then why take away the joy? All I'm going to do is say when you put together a great team and you have so much great material to run with, like Titans Academy does, well, a yearbook like this is the perfect thing to add to your shelf this summer. I mean, high school yearbooks, sure, those are one thing. And then by comparison, there is a yearbook like this. I think this is the one you're going to enjoy having on your shelf as much as any high school, college yearbook you might flip through from time to time. Look forward to hearing your thoughts about this. We're going to go ahead and take that always needed, necessary first break, and then we'll be back with my third, fourth, and fifth choices. Thanks for hanging out. Hey there, DC fans. This is Josh Rayner, Editor-in-Chief of DC Comics News, here to give you a special deal from Insight Editions. Insight Editions is an amazing company who uh, sells books and collectibles uh, from all sorts of pop culture, whether it be DC Comics, Marvel Comics, uh, movies like Die Hard, Harry Potter, Alien, everything out there in the world you can you can find. You got books, collectibles, uh, pop-up greeting cards. They have all kinds of amazing items and right now you can get 35% off site-wide by using the code DCNEWS35 that's D-C-N-E-W-S-3-5 DCNEWS35 use that code and receive 35% off site-wide at InsightEditions.com Hi everyone I'm here to tell you about the DC Comics News Podcast here every week to talk everything DC. Movies, TV, comics, and everything in between. But don't just take my word for it. Here are a couple of our sponsors. Listen to the DC Comics News Podcast. It's audio justice. <laughs> no, no, no. It's audio chaos. These wackos are crazier than I am. Well, maybe you're both right. Regardless, you can catch us on every kind of podcast platform. Apple Podcasts. Google Play. Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere you find great podcasts. So, um, can I go now? Let him go. He did everything you asked. <laughs> no. Hello, listeners. This is Tony Farina from DC Comics News and an occasional guest on Comics in Motion. I'm pleased to announce a new show called Indie Comics Spotlight. Each week, my guests and I will be taking a deep dive into a current title or a classic graphic novel from a publisher other than the big two. Consider this show the best of the rest. My hope is that we'll bring new readers to independent comics and give old readers a chance to share their thoughts. Join me each week in the Comics in Motion feed in your favorite podcast catcher. First... There was the DC Comics News Podcast. Then came 
the spinner rack. And now, the third show brought to you by the guys that brought you all that other stuff I just mentioned. I am the night. A story about the stories. A show celebrating Batman, the animated series. Week by week, episode by episode. Just when you thought it was safe to put on a pair of headphones. I am the night. Why, hello there. I'm Seth Singleton, and I'm here to tell you about Mad Pup, a Harley Quinn cast. Harley Quinn? Harley f***ing Quinn? What have we learned from this crazy show? Making bat shark repellent relevant since 1966. Oh look, Gogurt. And we've gone completely off the rails. I hear the bat signal. Shut up and bat them, nuts. I definitely do not f*** bats. In need of an adult-sized nemesis. Humans make good fertilizer. You can't f*** with Lois Lane. For f***'s sake. I'm a damn good cop. Lot of lasers. Mmm. Educational and informative. The DC Comics News Podcast Network presents Mad Love, the Harley Quinn cast. <laughs> Back to you, Seth. So, tell us your thoughts. We'd love to hear from everyone out there. Or not. That's really up to all of you. Fuckers. Picture this. Someone who knows nothing about comics. Someone who knows comics from movies, TV, and video games. A complete ultra comics nerd. You pick the character you want us to talk about. You send us the questions you want answered. You make the show. A podcast by fans. For fans. Making new fans. Superheroes. Or dummies. Part of the Comics in Motion Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? I am Kelly Gaines for DC Comics News. I am Tony Hasty for this show. And we are here to introduce our new show, DCN After Dark. This is the late night talk show for all of the wild ideas, fascinating concepts, and scandalous tales straight from the DC universe. We are not going to hold any punches. We are going to give all of our opinions straight off the dome, and sometimes we'll be writing it down. It is not for the faint of heart. It is not for the sensitive ears. It is not for any children. Viewer discretion is going to be advised because we are going to be swearing a lot. Yes. Yeah. And possibly, maybe by episode five, getting to our hundredth joke. (laughs) (laughs) Here's hoping. We're going to have guests on this show. We're going to be guests on other shows, but we're not going to finish this sentence. <laughs> off, the t- off the cuff. Let's go. Off the cuff. Off the cuff. Anything off, you want. Anything you cup. want. Scooby-Doo would be a better detective than Jim Gordon. There you go. That's, that is what this whole show is about. That's what the show is about. We're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about stuff like that. Should we have seen more of the bad Go. No, no one had to see more of the bad no, I didn't want to. God damn it. Look, all right. We're going to Scooby-Doo, DCN After Dark. Check us out. Watch us without your kids. And if you are a kid, you shouldn't have even seen this promo. Drink recipes, content creation, reviews, unsolicited advice, and very inappropriate jokes. Yes. And a Santa, uh, an un- unseasonable Santa hat. Except it's season, whatever. Check us out. (laughs) Not getting rid of the Santa hat.
available exclusively on YouTube. And just like that, we are back. You are here. It's you, me, I, we, together. And what we have to offer up next is a lovely Catwoman annual. It's the Catwoman annual for 2021 with a gorgeous cover and a stunning variant cover that I do remember being shared on social media at one point. And it was part of the fun that I enjoyed when I saw that cover. There's been an ongoing storyline that has offered just about everyone who has seen what Ram V is capable of doing when it comes to Catwoman. Just how bad, how wonderful, how crazy things can get. So, in this story, I walk through the valley. Ram V partners up with artists Kyle Hotz, Fernando Blanco, and Juan Ferreira, with colors by David Barron, letters by Tom Napolitano, with Hotz and Barron collaborating on the original cover, and Liam Sharp with the variant cover. I love that when Liam shared that variant cover on social media, one of the things he said was, I wanted to you know, include so many different pieces of uh, one or Catwoman's history and spread them over the cover and see how much I could squeeze in. I thought that was a great idea. Look over that cover. Tell me how many things you might see, you might be missing. I'm curious to hear because there's some great little elements. It's like a, it's almost like a, a bookshelf or a keepsake shelf, but what it has, <laughs> if you look closely, it's going to offer up a lot of fun, and I really think you'll enjoy it. Not only that, but there's some very beautiful and distinctive art sort of at the central focus. Through this story, we have the conflict that has been growing between Catwoman, who has taken over Alleytown, and those who no longer wish her to be there. She has developed a, a team of strays, as they call them, who have been working with her, who have been helping her. And with their help, she has been able to bring a, a sense of order and also sort of take control of a part of Gotham and put her influence, her will, on the place. Because of that, she is at conflict on a number of times with those who <laughs> don't like somebody new coming in and others who feel like because she has not been as established and doesn't have as many connections as her predecessors did, that she might be easy to take out quickly. If they can strike fast, if they can get an advantage, well then who knows? They just might be able to unseat the newly crowned queen of the uh, <laughs> of the alley town. Now, you're going to hear some noises every once in a while from outside neighbors working on side project and re-improvements and improvements and all the more. In this one, we get a chance to learn about Father Valley, who has a very interesting history, one that crosses paths with a well-known member of the Bat family history, and in this story is part of the reasons why Father Valley has become, well, as he describes it, forsaken, and also why it is that a story that begins in a past shared with that member of the Bat family continues now in this annual. 
and how it is that that story brings us further and closer to all of the things that have been building up in Alleytown. More often than not, it's like a pressure cooker. The further things go, the harder they go, the more they go. Well, the more dangerous things are going to get. Just how dangerous could they get? Well, I mean, it's like you hear the hammering outside and then the sort of noise that can start off soft and light and it can build to a cacophony. I always love that word, cacophony. It feels like that's what's developing here. Uh, as though a, ooh, another fun C word, conflagration could be culminating. Ooh, just playing with the alliteration now. And uh, it's hard not to enjoy the way that so many pieces are being put together. So many are being laid out in this lovely map, this network, this sprawling, uh, almost like a tree, like a vine, just spreading, getting its leaves, its roots, its tendrils everywhere. And in doing so, becoming an interwoven part of the fabric that is Gotham, something I think that will be important as this series, like so many others, is building to the events that we saw previewed in Future State. Where is it that this could be taking us to beyond the events of the annual and what will be coming up in future Catwoman stories? Well, I think that is where we all get a chance to have a little bit of joy and excitement. I encourage you to experience the joy and excitement here. It's quite a treat. It's a reason why the Catwoman 2021 annual appeared as the third choice, in no specific order, of course, but as one of the five choices here on this week's episode of The Spinner Rack. Next up, a man who deserves all the accolades that come with an 80th anniversary 100-page super spectacular. I'm talking about Green Arrow and his 80th anniversary. My, 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 my. (laughs) I love these collections. I love all of the uh, variant covers, whether it's the arrangement of trick arrows while Green Arrow and Speedy are racing forward, or it's the uh, (laughs) King Kong homage, or the Hard Traveling Heroes cover with Green Arrow and Green Lantern on the cover. There's a great one with Dinah, and a lovely feeling of the Black Canary, as well as a really cool, sort of like, very classic, very poetic and cinematic version of a variant cover. In addition to it, there are more. (laughs) And you have all the ones at your disposal to choose from. Did you already have this pre-ordered? Did you already pick one? Did you just go into the store and buy them all? You'll have to let me know. I am curious. Among those covers, there was the 40s decade variant cover, the one I originally pointed out by Michael Cho, the 50s uh, variant cover by Daniel Warren Johnson and Mike Spicer, with a 60s cover by Neil Adams, 70s cover by Derek Chu, 80s cover by Gary Frank and Brad Anderson, and a 90s cover by Howard Porter and Ivan Placencia. The 2000s cover was by Jen Bartel, and the ooh, 2010s decade variant cover was by Simone DeMeo. Now, we've got everybody on this one. For the writers, Mariko Tamaki, Devin Grayson, Tom Taylor, Phil Hester, Stephanie Phillips, Vida Ayala, Mike Krell, Benjamin Percy, Ram V, Jeff Lemire, Brandon Thomas... 
Larry O'Neill. In the arts and colors, we have Javier Rodriguez, Max Fiumora, Nicola Scott, Annette Kwok, Andy Parks, Trish Mulvihill, Chris Mooneyham, Mike Spicer, Laura Braga, Adriana Lucas, Laverne Kinzierski, and Mike Grell, as well as Otto Schmidt, Christopher Mitten, Ivan Placencia, Andrea Sorrentino, Jordi Belair, Jorge Corona, Mateus Lopez, or Lopes, I'm never sure if I'm saying that one right, and Dave Stewart, and Jorge Fornes, as well as letters by Anworld Design, Ariana Marr, Clayton Cowles, Clem Robbins, Tom Napolitano, Becca Carey, Travis Lanham, Nate Pierkes, of Blambot, Aditya Bidikar, Rob Lay, Dave Stewart, and Steve Wands. And with that, you have such a collection, beginning with one of the earliest Green Arrow stories and taking you all the way through the history that is captured in this great collection. It's the anthologies that really continues to be a place for DC to shine. There is something so much fun about the stories, whether they are featuring Batman um, <laughs> and Green Arrow in the story, whether we get a chance to catch a little bit of uh, Wildcat, or whether we get the chance to see what happens when poor Ollie gets distracted by a black canary. So here's where it gets dangerous. You're reminded of the fact that when it comes to taking on evil, sometimes all the tricks in the world can't keep you safe from harm. However, if you're someone like Green Arrow, having some trick arrows in your quiver, well, they make it really easy to uh, <laughs> even the odds, let's say. And with this one, I had a great time because I really enjoyed the way all of this came together in a really fun package. I mean, when you're looking at these stories and thinking about who all of these characters are and how they've worked so well together, it's pretty amazing to consider just what it is that they continue to do in these amazing collections and how there's an opportunity to look back once and again. And through that glancing back, see how many ways these characters have been a continuous part of the fabric that is DC Comics, how it is that their numerous lives, the stories that encompass them all, and the histories that they have created are now part of something that has expanded beyond just a universe and then later eventually a multiverse, but now to an omniverse, one in which somehow a guy who shoots arrows is still relevant. Sometimes it's those who have developed one skill to its uh, highest degree of excellence or exception that are then able to demonstrate that you don't have to have an assortment of the greatest powers in the world. But if you do have command, control, and exquisite execution over those skills that you do have, that you have honed, well then you can be as dangerous, if not more so, 
than those who were blessed with a thousand gifts and find themselves able <laughs> to do so many different things and yet still be amazed by what it is you are capable of in comparison. Green Arrow has been around for a very long time. What he has continued to do is to be a man who knows what he's good at, knows who he is, and at times tries to grow, and at other times simply tries to be the best he can in the moment that he's in. Sometimes he succeeds, other times he fails. But he doesn't let that stop him from doing what he believes is right, what he knows is right, what he is willing to do to make it right. It's a great collection. It's one of the reasons why Green Arrow continues to be one of those great characters that we have all come to know and love. That's why it is on this week's list, coming in on my fourth spot, a great five out of five selection, and one that I highly encourage you to take a chance and check out. And for our fifth and final book of this week, it's Infinite Frontier Secret Files. Number one, yet another 80-page giant, a wonderful addition to your collection of anthologies. It's got such a great assortment of yet more and more creative talents. Whether it's the opening story, Make Time, written by Brandon Thomas and Joshua Williamson, with uh, writing from Brandon Thomas and Valentine Delandro, color by Marisa Louise and Triona Farrell, letters by Tom Napolitano, and a cover by Brian Hitch and Alex Sinclair. It starts out in the White House, and it proceeds to get more hairy as the story continues. What we are lucky enough to see in this story is that in this case, we have a Superman and a president who is up to the task. But, you know, there's the challenge of being president and Superman that makes this Superman so compelling to watch as he continues to find ways to make time, or at least work to make time. Successful? Maybe. Sometimes. Successful at keeping the world safe? From the looks of it, I would say always. Now, the stories continue from here. You have an opportunity to uh, take in some of the best and the greatest. And <laughs> whether you didn't get enough of Green Arrow and want to see more of the Green Arrow family, you're in luck with this series. You also have a chance to see just where some meet, some members of the Green Lantern family might be finding themselves these days, who they might be working with, what might be happening that is later suggested in future issues, and how it is that there could be some ominous dangers in the future. There are great, terrible, wondrous things that continue to show us just how much is going on, how much of it is happening behind the scenes, and how much of it we might want to become more aware of, <laughs> if and where possible. There are also dangers that have revealed themselves recently in other storylines, and their appearance in things like, say, Infinite Frontier, number one, which was on a recent episode, are explained and expounded. History is given 
possibilities suggested, reasons offered, and through them. We also have the chance in these secret files to get the backstory, to learn just a little bit more about what are some of the reasons, motivations, and activities that have taken place prior to the Infinite Frontier series, and how it is that these secret files that we, the reader, now know will be able to experience the upcoming stories more differently, more completely, uh, and with an interest into seeing how much the superheroes actually uncover about what it is that we ourselves have already learned. I mean, (laughs) sometimes what can be a great thing to know is that a story has only revealed a certain amount of information to the heroes, and that we, the reader, knowing that there's still information left undiscovered, can consider how the story may progress, how the characters might interact in the future, and what the stakes might be when one of those interactions occurs. And that's going to do it. That was my fifth and final choice out of these five books coming to you from DC Comics on June 29th. I love it when there's enough room for all the great stories to shine. This is one of those examples, reason why I'm so happy to share them with you here on episode number 112 of the DC Comics News Spinner Rack. It's been a great time hanging out with you. Please, if you enjoy what you're hearing, subscribe now to whatever platform you're listening to and make sure you're subscribed to the DC Comics News Podcast Network. When you do subscribe, your feed will always get the newest episodes of the Spinner Rack, the weekly podcast about movies, television, comics, and more. Episode-by-episode breakdowns of great shows like Batman the Animated Series and I Am the Night from Steve J. Ray, as well as the Harley Quinn show in the Mad Love series featuring so many of the voices you hear each and every week. And then, of course, if you have a question for us, a comment, something more, use at DC Comics News. That's at capital D, capital C, capital C, O-M-I-C-S, capital N-E-W-S on whatever your favorite platform is, from YouTube to Instagram to Twitter, Tumblr, and more, Facebook, you name it. When you do that, you'll make sure we get your message, we know what you're thinking, and we can answer your question. Just have a great chat with you about whatever's on your mind, about whatever it is we're doing. And then, come on back, hang out. Can't wait to share our next round, our next episode, here with you on this very network. As we always like to say before we tune out, Always read more comics.